Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. Hey, everybody. Today we are not taking a shot. It's 5.30, which is like a reasonable time to drink, I guess. But like, is 5.30 really a reasonable time to drink? I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It totally is. No. Haven't you ever heard that song? It's, it's five o'clock somewhere. Well, Obviously, I mean, that heard, song was there for a reason. I've heard the saying, but I think actually like five o'clock is way too early to drink. I don't want to drink before like seven. I think the concept was to drink with dinner and a lot of times dinner was earlier. That's still an early time for dinner. And also like if you drink with dinner, then you just get tired afterwards. Not all of us get tired with while drinking like that much well anyway so i'm not gonna take a shot me either we're we're actually drinking the our big sipper but we ran out of the red so we're drinking cc's white which is the the red is legit like a cab but this is like white wine yeah so but at least it's cold i like this one better than the other white what it was chardonnay the chardonnay wasn't wasn't very very good good, but i mean white wine it's still it's a little too sweet for me but anyways so let's take a sip Cheers. Cheers. Nom, nom, nom. I do like it. It's pretty good. It's kind of flowery. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little too sweet for me. I'm not... I, don't I think, like them sweeter. I think I'm more of a red wine person anyways. I mean, you are. Yeah. You like it woody. Yeah. I say that every time we talk about it. I know. <laughs> and you didn't say it, so uh, I had to say it. God. Are we All ready right. for this? Yeah, I think we're going to do this. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two of Chicks podcast. Two of Chicks where we drink a little bit. Yep. Drink a little, little talk a little. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I what? don't know. We it's talk not about, safe for work. It's not safe for work. Don't listen to it while you're driving. We talk about or like hypnosis, when you're trans, doing do demonstration. Man, heavy we are, machinery. This is don't not, do it. This is already off to a great start. Yeah. I think I say that in approximately 75% of these. <laughs> Yes. Because we always get off to a great that start. That might be a little low. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about the concept of evil, question mark? Evil. Evil. It's kind of, we were like, well, we have to do podcasts, <laughs> what should we do a topic on? And now we do the monthly, so we... So we don't remember It's kind of out of sight, out of mind. When we were doing them every two weeks, it was like, oh, this is our life now, we have to come up with something every yeah. two weeks but yeah no evil but is thinking, definitely a thing yeah and i think it's like excuse me like something that people think a lot about in terms of mm. what they want in hypnosis or like some of the tropes that are really attractive in hypnosis and stuff like that yeah so and that was something that like became really important to us personally like we've talked about on the podcast before you yes a while back were like why don't you do evil things and i'm like what are you talking about right we everything i do is evil and then there was so like, what's evil well, that's 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 what sure it comes down to, so right? we could start yeah let's no start we there. don't have to start there well i was Excuse gonna me. like yeah go for it i was gonna mention how like my harry potter house is slytherin yes you know, as much as anyone's referencing Harry Potter nowadays, but right, uh, like, and that took a while for me to come to terms with 
to some degree. Not because really? not because I was like, oh, I'm not evil, but I never quite identified with the whole idea of like power and evil. And that was only more recently in the last few years or, or so that I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually like the core of what I get out of everything I do and kink and blah, blah, blah. What do you look at me like that for? You should listen to some of our earlier podcasts. They're pretty bad, right? No. No, No, I mean evil. I mean evil. (laughs) Uh, But that's not even relevant. Oh. There were times that I said you were evil and you would absolutely deny it. Right. Like, I am not evil. Right. I know. So. It doesn't make, I mean, it doesn't make much sense to me in, like. That you're evil? No, that I was so adamantly against being evil. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't everybody, like, want to be good? I mean, all my D&D characters are always good. Exactly. <laughs> all my, Which I've never understood. Anything I have to role play in, I'm always good. I usually like to role play the opposite. I know. You, You've noticed you, that about me steal, and my games. And you, I mean, everybody steals in Skyrim, but that's not a... No, but like kill things. Like, yeah. oh, look, little... Right. Oh, look, he's a little cute creature. Oh, I need to eat. Boom. Done. Yeah. He's dead. Right. Which I love animals. I would, you know... Right. But... So that's an interesting idea of like but video games is different. Where is a place to explore the things that you can't necessarily do in real life? Like some people probably mm. when they're approaching the idea of evil, they're doing something that they like can't necessarily achieve in their real life, whether like morally or it's impossible or something. Right. So like doing quote unquote evil in hypnosis, that that's that's where you get your fantasy shit, you know. Yeah, that and makes I sense. Think, I think a lot of people, it's very attractive because, like, those of us who grew up from whatever age seeing it on TV and being like, oh, shit, what's that? Yeah. Like, mind control and hypnosis were almost always done by a villain. So yep. there's, like, that inherent, you know, thing mm-hmm. about it. Almost connection, like there's a connection, connection to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the one. <laughs> so... In terms of, like, what evil is, I have to mention Mr. Dream, who came up with the scale a long time ago of the, like, the Mwahaha test, where if you said you were going to do something, if you can if you can feasibly add Mwahaha at the end of it, then it's... Then that makes it evil? Well, it's the right kind of evil to do, oh. because you can't be like, I'm going to hypnotize you and steal all your credit card information and then take your identity and buy myself a car. Mwahaha. Like, that doesn't quite work. Oh, you have to say something else. Because like, it's, like, too far. It's, like, it doesn't fit the, the cool evil villain kind of The cool thing. evil villain thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. To some degree. I mean, and there's plenty of ways that you can adapt that, and it's yeah. obviously very subjective, but... Yeah. But that, I think that's, like, one measure. But the other thing is, like, when you're talking about what's attractively evil, because you, mm-hmm. you, Cece, have never... Me specifically. You do not really like villainous things you have a hard time being attracted to evil characters in in media and stuff but you want me to be evil yeah so tell me about that (laughs) so i was actually interested in that muahaha thing because but anyway i I guess i'll 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 well you can keep talking well it was just it was just kind of weird because whenever i think of that muahaha villain He's got the, you know, like the barbell mustache, mustache yeah. right? And the, the black top hat. But he's also tying somebody up to railroad, railroad tracks. tracks, which I feel like is a little far over the muahahaha. Well, right. But I think that's where it came from. 
Or at least he, I think he did that's that. That's in the trope. Penelope and, I can't remember his name. That's definitely part of the trope. Yeah. No, the but ra- anyway. The railroad tracks thing has always kind of gotten me as like a, and I did a, a photo shoot on railroad tracks where you did. the sun yes. tied me up. Hot. And then I got stung by a bee and that was very unpleasant uh, while I was tied up on railroad tracks. Uh, that were not functional for the record. We did this safely, but, uh, <laughs> but that's always struck me as like a kind of too far for my taste. Like I really, I like dark shit quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but like that ends in death. I don't like things that ended. Except it never did. Right. Right. It, she was right. always, of course, safe because the guy with the white hat came in and right. But rescued her. So, but some kind of peril is important. I think mm. I don't like mortal peril very much. Um, I know a lot of people get into, like, death play stuff and hypnosis and, yeah. and, like, really extreme body horror things, and that's not quite my jam, um, but the idea that there is yeah. some kind of danger, which is a very hot word for me. I like the word danger quite a bit. No, I hear that. So, did you have war so thoughts? So, danger's a little different. Yeah. I'm just going to end it at that. Well, I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to get back to what you were saying about your attractiveness to people in right, media. Right, right. So, okay. <sighs> There's a part of me that just questions. There were so many things in my life growing up that you just weren't allowed to like, mm-hmm. right? So, and I even mean like in sexuality and so forth, right? Yep. So just growing up, I had a very structured concept of what was okay and what was not okay. Yeah. And I question that that influenced quite a bit of my attraction to the evil side of things, mm-hmm. or I should say lack of attraction to the evil side of things. Now, there's definitely been certain things that have just confused me. And I remember I talked to you about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is a serial killer. Like, you know, right, right. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm supposed to feel this way. But I wasn't entirely sure how to feel because there was definitely a... And you're like, no, that's fine. That's fine. You know, evil's not necessarily a bad thing to... Or whatever. Like, you're... To fantasize about. To fantasize about. So there are definitely some things that... um, Funny I would mention a serial killer, considering we literally just talked about... Mortal peril. Maybe... I actually find... Maybe that's questionable for me. Serial killers, like, is... So, I don't know. There's something about the serial killer motif that is attractive to me. I, again, the the Horrible, ending is the ending and death thing I don't like very much. But the, agreed. The the sadism. There's a there's a there's a part to it. There's yeah. something about it that is attractive. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I mean, like the one I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure is when I was talking to you about like uh, I was reading The Collector when I was um in high school. And it's about a serial killer, mm-hmm. but he's like collecting, and the whole the whole book is basically with him having the woman in captivity and so forth, and so that whole process, yeah, and, and the psychological aspects and stuff. Right. I mean, I got very turned on by quite a few parts, right. you know. So, but yeah, so there are aspects of evil that I like quite a bit, right? Well, also I just like. The taboo, right? Parts. I think taboo is a big aspect of yeah. All of this. Well, safe taboo too. So that's mm-hmm. like the best, right. you know. 
And it's interesting, like, I know we were talking about a little bit before we started recording the idea of risk, because I think mm. I'm talking about around all of these words, like I said, the word danger, and now I'm saying the word risk, which is a word that we're kind of more familiar with in kink, sure. that we use a lot more. And I don't think it's necessarily that there has to be true risk in order for something to be evil, nor mm. does it have to be evil if there is true risk. Um, but the idea of there being some kind of predicament or something that you have to lose um, definitely ties into all of this. So, okay. like, I think about... We never really defined evil, did we? I mean, we started with muhahaha. Yeah. So, I think evil is... A completely subjective word, right? Yes. Well, um, I mean, it is. Right. And again, this goes back to the thing I always harp on. It's a it's a useful concept from NLP called anomalization, mm. where um, it's a word that doesn't mean something that you can, like, put into a wheelbarrow. Like, it's not something you can physically put in a wheelbarrow, so there's no concrete definition of it. So yeah. evil is one of those things. It's not tangible. Um, right. And so when you talk about doing something evil within the bounds of a hypnosis scene, it matters. Both people's perspective matters in the situation. Yeah. So the top can be thinking like, oh, I'm doing something really, really evil and naughty. Yeah. And the bottom, like this happened with us for a long time. You're like, oh, yeah, this is hot. Like, this is fun. Yeah. And then there's like an imbalance, which is not necessarily a bad thing. No. Um, But it depends a lot on like our personal histories and the way that the concept is being presented and like how each person is reading the situation. Yeah. And likewise, the top, this happened with, with me and a, a good friend and play partner of mine where uh, they were doing things to me and I kept being like, oh my God, this is so evil. And they were like, what are you talking about? I don't like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is me being nice to you. <laughs> well, see, and maybe that's part of it, right? Yeah. Because it's, nice so maybe for it's, me right, right. it's very maybe it's, there's this problem to some degree of my perception is evil is not necessarily a good thing mm. so if it's not a good thing and it's causing a good reaction then is it evil but i guess you know that that might just be a perspective change well i think it's a, you know i think it's a play thing i think you have to come to terms yeah. as much as you want to play in the realm of reality as much as I say that I play in the realm of reality yeah. with my partner is like and this stuff is very real to me and I go to places that are truly risky and, and truly dark blah 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 posture yeah. posture posture like yeah to some degree I want what's best for my partners and my partners want what's best for me nobody right. truly wants to cause anybody harm or put someone in a position that's impossible to come back from you know yeah. and to some degree but all of those things Everything can be reframed, you know? So, like, when I was, uh, when you and I were talking, we we did that whole podcast that we can't use because we were unsure about how to talk (laughs) about it. And I think about that, and it was a situation where you were upset, and I used, essentially used, like, NLP, naughty therapy stuff to calm you down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And... Oh, that was in that one? Yeah, that was what we were talking oh, about in that shame. whole podcast. And well, but that wasn't why the podcast didn't No, we just out. weren't feeling it. But, yeah. but so, like, 
on the one hand, we could see from from one frame of reference, yeah. that whole situation where I was talking to you like a concerned partner and calming you down is a very good thing. I'd have the skills and I have right. the knowledge to talk someone through having a bad time. But the frame that we put on it, because we kind of enjoyed that kind of thing, was, oh, we're doing something bad. I'm doing something bad by using my sneaky fucking right. no bullshit knowledge to make you feel better when you have a legitimate concern and a legitimate upset. So it's like, how do you... Which one of those frames of reference is the right one or the real one? And mm. I think that's kind of a really attractive place for me. Yeah. Um, and I think almost anything you can reframe to either have a positive spin on it or a negative or an evil spin on it. Okay. Um, and, and negative and evil are probably even different in that situation because you could you could reframe again what we did as something oh i was genuinely doing something very bad which i don't think i was um yeah but it was naughty i think by my gut feeling is that that was a very naughty thing to do right um, but it was also helpful yeah i would say it's therapeutical yep there which ther- know, therapeutic right. therapeutic yeah um which that actually makes it like bad in right, the eyes of the hypnosis community, right? No, I get that. But it's not like I was. It's not like I was doing yeah. anything in that situation that you was. It, so was it evil? You think it was evil? I think it was evil. It felt evil to me. Right. So in the moment, it felt evil to me. So evil is kind of a feeling. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to say it. Like you kind of know it when you feel it. Which actually goes around goes back to that muahaha thing because you right. feel it right? right exactly okay so i think to some degree it's i think i don't know but there are things like i hear you talk about and say and i'm like okay that's evil uh-huh. like that sounded evil to me but not necessarily when it's directed at me. Probably because I'm feeling the feeling of hap- like it's a good thing. Yeah, you you mm. tend to. Mm. I think it's important what you just said because you tend yeah. to feel really good when someone's playing with you, right? And I tend to feel really bad. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's relevant though in that sense. But like your feeling bad is good though. I mean, so maybe you're just always playing with those back and forth I've, anyway. I've literally I don't my my streams are so crossed because if I'm like sexuality feels bad to me. There's a thing I don't feel empowered. I don't feel positively. I don't feel happy. Like I don't have any of those positive feelings. I have shame. I have arousal, which feels physically good but emotionally bad. But that's a really good thing for me. Right. So, but I don't come back to the point where I feel happy or positive. But you do. Like, you look like you do. I mean, I look like I'm turned on. Is that not a positive thing, necessarily? I no? mean, it doesn't... It, it feels bad. I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> like, it feels like I'm doing something bad. Right. I almost envy that. But to some degree. Yeah. Right. Not to all degrees. I like who I am, and I like how I feel. And, yeah, and absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to be happy, but but at the same time, things are like not looking so much like evil to me because they're you turning me on because I'm feeling happy. Yeah, like how's that evil? But I mean, it just for us. Yeah, it gave like it 
sort of when we had that conversation it mm-hmm. transformed the way that I started playing with you where I kind of just started explaining why things were evil. Yeah, you just I straight know up I've, told me things were evil. I know I've said in the podcast <laughs> that I started I, the thing I changed was that I would just say it was evil, but what really is happening is I sell the idea that it's evil, which is mm. how I do most of my hypnosis is I sell ideas. Um and I, you know, connect things and I'm like, well, this is like this because it's like this and it happens because of that and so now you can realize that it's this thing and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Um and so to have you buy into it. Um Right. So yeah. You know, I was thinking I went to a Barkus class. I want to tell this story. Yeah, go for it. Um Barkus <laughs> George Barkus is a rope educator. Mm-hmm. Um and they have a book that I recommend I think everyone should read. It might might be a little hard to read if you're not familiar with rope stuff so much, or rope culture and, and stuff, but um, their whole model and what their book is about is the idea of a scene as a uh, series of questions and answers. Yeah. So they call it the interview model, where the, the top... I think they say that the top asks the questions of the bottom, mm-hmm. um, but in my opinion, it goes both ways. They might yeah. they might acknowledge that, but um, constantly, the top is doing something and then waiting for a response from the yeah. bottom, which is very much what we do in hypnosis. It's very much the idea mm-hmm. of utilization, where the the top does something, they wait for a response, and then they utilize that response. So, in Barkus's idea, the bottom, the top is asking a question every time they do anything and for the most part the way that they describe this is the one question that you're really asking all the time is do you like this Mm -hmm. and there's four different kinds of answers you can get you can get a true enthusiastic yes and you can get I don't remember the other ones. The The important one, though, uh-huh. um, is the no. There's two kinds of no's. Mm-hmm. There's the true no. Mm-hmm. And then there's the fake no. Okay. Which, if anyone has seen a lot of different kinds of shibari scenes or performances or anything, that fake no comes up a lot. Oh, yeah. It's very much the sort of the, you know, you turn your head and you bare your neck and, and you act bashful and yeah. not to say that it's acting, but the the way that you are responding is in this like, oh, no, kind of way. Right. Which is very much in hypnosis, especially in the fantasies that a lot of us grew up with and yeah. or discovered through media or porn or whatever. It's the unwilling person who is you know saying oh no don't control me i'll resist you blah blah blah, and the and the guy is like or whoever the the right right right. the non-specific gendered person is like (laughs) you will not resist me i will take control of you blah 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 which we love we love that that's like our shit man and so when you think where the fuck was i going with this when you think about I think it was so fascinating to see a class in a completely separate community. Right. That was saying, we acknowledge that this this play no is relevant in scenes. We're not going to call it CNC. We're not going to call it yeah. play rape. 
we're not going to call it anything. Uh-huh. This is just a natural part of the way that we do scenes is this is this soft and pushable no that we get. Okay. So in hypnosis, I feel like we can learn a lot from that. I think it's fine if we want to call it things, if we want to say this is CNC, whatever, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. But it's a really core part of this idea of evil mm. is the sort of, oh, no, don't take me, you know, yeah. kind of thing, which is not all evil. But that's where I see a lot of my attraction. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. In terms of your stuff, yeah, you don't super do that pushable no very often. You have different. You have a completely different set of responses. Okay. It's very interesting, and it doesn't make me feel like I'm doing anything less evil. Yeah, I just talked a lot. You should talk. No, I mean, I, I, I was listening. Um, you don't think I do that? I mean. I don't do it like you do it. Well, I mean, you're very different than you my know, reactions. I think you do to some degree, but it's like, it's more of a nonverbal. Let me ask this. Yeah. So when it comes to rope mm-hmm. or hypnosis or impact, would you say that I do it more with rope and impact? No. Than I do with hypnosis? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like it's very clear when I'm trancing you that you're very wanty, but at the same time, your responses and the way that your face looks and stuff yeah, is partially in that kind of, like, damsel in distress kind of thing. Okay, okay. So almost like my face is different than... Which may be a pure like affect of the way that you go into trance is that you look like a damsel in distress <laughs> which is fine by me right that apparently works but it's interesting that you don't think i just look too excited about it i guess for that to look like a huh. yeah it's interesting i don't know what that has to necessarily do with evil well, I think it's... Because if you're feeling evil, regardless... Well, right. Well, I think it's just interesting because, like, on paper, yeah. I would I would feel like, oh, one of the the, the tropes of evil is the, the, the guy who's... Gotcha. Yeah, the yeah, The guy yeah. who's taking advantage of the girl or whatever, like, um, and... Yeah. So what to you is, like... Yeah. How would I explain evil? Sure. I, uh... What is evil? In a positive sense. I mean, yeah. in whatever sense that you feel right. is relevant. Well, see, I think that's part of it. Is it's hard for me to think of evil as positive. You know. And then they took a break to get some wine. Okay, wine acquired. Okay. So what's evil? That was, that was your question. <laughs> You're that's supposed my to question. answer that. <sighs> Permanency is evil can be evil so it it's typically has to do with embarrassment actually yeah embarrassment is a huge thing that makes sense so embarrassment is evil for me even though i find that hot and exciting Mm -hmm. but it's embarrassment so you know 
It's embarrassing, therefore still a negative thing. So that I find evil. Embarrassment I find evil. Okay. Anything like has a negative flair to it, right? So humiliation, embarrassment. Yeah. Um, that's evil. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. If anything, I think you have a tendency to feel shame on almost everything. I do. It has to do with hypnosis. Yeah. So you're going to consider everything. Or at least a lot of things. Well, I think a lot of my stuff has to do with, like, if I'm feeling turned on, then I'm feeling it. Like, if I'm feeling turned on, I'm feeling ashamed. Like, that's a part of my shit. And then, like... Hence evil? Or no? If... No, um... I don't think so. I think evil for me has to do with uh, resistance or surrender or um, so like CNC kinds of topics and also if there is some kind of risk involved. Um, okay. So what does that mean? So like for me, there's things that are risky um, and again, risk is a thing that you can like frame. Sure in things so I feel like addiction is one of the most risky things you can do um, but it's also one of the hottest things in the world to me anything that involves becoming addicted to someone or something or, or d- dependency or any of that stuff um, so making someone addicted to you is really bad right <laughs> like really bad I think we don't disagree on that everyone kind of knows that like uh, I mean, we definitely agree. It's that a that's very common trope evil. in a lot of kink stuff too. A lot of porn and also like files and stuff like that. There's like addiction themes and like you know me 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 you like me da 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 conditioning and blah blah blah. And so that's evil. Okay. Because there's a real risk there. And I feel like the risk yeah. involved in addiction is, is a real risk, as opposed to if there's a situation and I feel like um, someone's trancing me and uh, I will lose face or I will, like, sort of be embarrassed or um, kind of lose dignity if I go into trance too quickly. Uh-huh. There's there's risk, but that's not That's real. not evil. No, it is evil. Oh, it is evil. It oh, is it evil. Is evil. Okay. But it's not real risk. That's not... I'm not actually losing anything if I go into trance too quickly. Right. The person will probably be pretty happy. Like... Right. That's a, that's a thing that they're... The, the actual risk is not very high. Uh-huh. So that's my perception versus of risk versus not risk. But there's still a perceived risk for me, so it still feels evil. So they're both evil. They're both evil, yeah. I see. You can sell anything as risk. You can tell anything is evil. I'm I'm pretty sure. I feel I I feel semi confident saying that. I can twist. I'm I'm really good at reframing things. Um, that's the skill I picked up doing hypnosis, and right. so and that involves a lot of like getting people to buy into ideas, and so like there's there's almost any scenario that I can think of right now, I could describe how it could be seen as a good thing versus seen as a bad thing like sure so sure that's true yeah that's my perspective on it anything can be evil so i do consider addiction evil Uh um there's definitely a high risk there um 
like I was talking about permanency earlier. Yeah. Or semi-permanent, whatever. There's definitely a high risk there. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, so that's evil. I would... Ag- I almost agree with that. Almost. So, so this is the thing. When you're in a relationship that's 24-7... Right. Non-con, and you're with them all the time and stuff, first... I don't know how to put it, but it's almost like the risk goes down because well, it's the, because things because get normal. Have, yeah, because things get normal. Of course, that's the problem. That's my problem. Well, no, and what I'm a lot saying, of things normalize for me. Well, and what I'm saying is that's like the wrong frame. Yeah. So it's a matter of reframing the like what you're like yeah what you're feeling as like oh this is normal to oh this is not normal <laughs> like. And like that's I hear you. The part of that I feel like anybody can kind of do themselves to some degree if they sure. put it on paper and they think about it. But like you I know that I personally don't get the same kind of punch unless someone is doing that process for me where they're like, Okay, look, you have to understand uh, I'm b- putting big quotes around this in this hypothetical evil pattern scenario, you're in a bad situation you're in danger like this is not a normal thing to do this is outside of the norm you have to put it in this perspective to understand you know um all that stuff so yeah that's my take on it Mm. and like it's hard in 24 7 relationships where that's the thing because it does you do get into a frame of reference of like oh this is all the time this is normal. This is like, yeah, this is a thing that is clearly not impacting me in any like truly bad way right now. And like, right. And that's the ideal relationship. You don't want to have a relationship where you're actually being impacted in a bad way. I suppose you're right. So like, and I think it's, I honestly think it's impossible to hold the same kind of level of intensity through like a long-term relationship. But with that being said, embarrassment and humiliation, (laughs) have a tendency to just always seem to yeah do that that makes sense because it's a moment right i suppose right as opposed to so i guess that's what it is long-term evil is harder for me to recognize because it becomes normalized yeah that makes sense i think that makes sense so what in terms of like i'm trying to think of the right way to ask this question what's evil about embarrassing you why is that evil Was that a loaded question? You decide. <laughs> you listeners right. in the audience. Right. <laughs> Always is the answer. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. Uh, I have always, I mean, humiliation slash embarrassment has always been one of my number one Right. Fetishes, kinks, right? Right. From, like, child, like pretty young. Um, so it might come back to that. Um, but... You feel something different? It's very different. Do you feel something different? It is actually very different. Do you think different things? Do you feel different things in your body? Oh, no. Did you just <laughs> go internal and have to process all of that? As I watch your eyes dart back and forth. <laughs> Yes. 
Very much so. Yeah. Actually. Actually. So it's a different sensation. It's a very different kind of, sensation. Which is kind of what we were talking about at the beginning, where it's like, this yeah. is, you literally feel it. I mean, if you think about... This is something that I was, like, processing. Um, I went to a, a very fun and good class by Sex Obsessed Lesbian, which is setting your subjects up for success the other day. Oh, that's right. Um, and which I was, did not get Which to is attend. very fun and super good for anyone who's going to be playing with, like, new subjects and lots about pre-talk and stuff. Um, and she's a great teacher. Um, uh, and there was a small discussion about uh, using words with new subjects uh, that don't have a, um, a concrete meaning. So the word deeper, for example. Mm -hmm. um, when there's, there's a thought process of like, if you're playing with someone new, you want to give them a reference point for what something is supposed to feel like, as opposed to in the hypnosis community, for people who are experienced, we all kind of have an idea of what the word deeper means to us. When someone says deeper, there's a feeling associated with it. Uh huh. So, and you. And, <laughs> um, uh, my, my take on that is this idea, which you can unfortunately take to like extremes, where, um, every, so the word deeper is like an anchor. Uh -huh. really for everybody right it's a universal anchor everybody has built an association not just cc but also cc <laughs> everybody has built an association with this word deeper or depth or whatever uh-huh um that that means a physical sensation there's a physical sensation that happens there's a possibly some kind of mental process you know um when someone says go deep or deeper or whatever and uh you can take that to the extreme which is every word is an anchor every word um that you use in hypnosis carries some kind of weight or sensation oh, yeah. or memory or associations with it because that's how we learned what words mean is they all have these right and i've been reading a little bit about deconstructionism which is sort of influencing that where like words don't mean anything at all except in contrast with each other and based on other factors and stuff like that which i think is very interesting um, so when you think of the word evil, yes, there are physical sensations that we have. We have this concept of evil that yes. associates to these specific sensations that we each have in our bodies and thoughts, memories, associations that we have in our brains mm -hmm. with what it entails. So you do, and, and the way anchors work is it's not just and triggers for the record it's not just when you say the word you get the feeling it's when you feel the feeling you think about the word sure so sure. oh you know so that's how we kind of have because they're more associative than cause and effect and this is yes. stuff that i was talking about a little bit on twitter recently but <sighs> another thing i find evil is when I can tell you're being sneaky with your language and so forth. Uh-huh. That I find evil. Why? Because it's... Because it's sneaky. Because it's sneaky? Yeah. Why is that because evil? It's, because you're not just being straightforward, which is not evil. 
<laughs> why is it why is it evil to not be straightforward? Why is it evil? Wait. Oh. Hey, we're going back to sneaky. <laughs> You're just going to go back the other direction. No, like, there was another word I was looking for. Covert. So when it's like covert and so yeah. forth, that's definitely up there. Or when I can see it happening, that's also... When you catch find, me. When, when you I catch, catch you and then it's still happening, like I can feel it's still happening. Uh, yeah. That's hot. So... Oh, evil. I think... Can we replace evil with hot? I mean, I can. You do. I do, frequently. I yeah. don't know if you do. No, but I mean, I could. I feel like... I feel like that already happened. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I think, Sorry. I think, so like taking sneaky shit, for example, yeah. that's kind of evil in a, in a generalized sense because there's, you're ignoring consent, but that doesn't yeah. matter to our relationship because I have consent. Right. Um, hey. Sorry. Sissy's learning Japanese. <laughs> been holding my thank you no no went too far i'm only on step like two <laughs> level two um, uh, but anyway uh, wait what were we talking evil. about Shit. so so um you're ignoring consent in a general sense but we have yes. consent so for us it's evil because of that trope where yeah, I suppose. That's so it's like a social thing. So socially that kind of socially, thing. Socially I probably see things evil. So there's probably we... things that are evil in different frames of references that would not necessarily be evil within a personal frame of reference, but hmm. because it's evil in like a society kind of way, mm-hmm. then it yeah. feels that way to people. So like even people who like tie each other up during sex, like might have some I find that evil. Really? Only well, I was just once. I was just about to say that that people What are you talking about? Tying up during sex only happened once for I you. I think it only happened once. You are lying. I'm pretty sure it was only once. Did we ever do it? Oh, you and I? No, you and I, I don't think we've ever done it. Uh, no, I don't think so, but you and Master definitely. Once. No. Ichi. <laughs> Ichi, hi. Ikoda. Um, that was evil. No. No, that was just Japanese. No. <laughs> Put that on a fucking t-shirt. Maybe not. Maybe not. I feel like that may not be a good idea. Wait, I, okay, pro- I probably can say that in, in Japanese. <laughs> no, just what's evil in Japanese? I think Akuma. Akuma desu ka? Akuma? Yeah, Nihongo. Nihongo desu. No. <laughs> I don't know what level of. <laughs> okay, I clearly have had enough wine. Do, I, the amount Duolingo, of wine that I've had is that enough. would be. But it's an above two. Duolingo recently gave me a thing that was like, I will have a party for 24 hours. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's <laughs> fucking go, bitch. <laughs> All right. We're, now we've totally gotten off board. 
we're being evil to our let me, audience. Let me have a Japanese podcast. No. Okay. No. God, no. <laughs> that would be evil. Not in a positive. So, okay, so let me ask that. Okay. Have you ever experienced no, an wait. evil that's not positive? Uh, well, that's... Yes. That's yes. kind of a weird question. Yes, yes, but let me get back to that. Okay. So, what we were talking about was people who were into BDSM and kink to seek the taboo things. Yes. And I think for them, they know that this stuff isn't evil to them on their own personal level. They they maybe even have some misgivings about tying their partner up because it feels like they're doing something sure. bad. Um, or the bottom feels like, oh no, why am I into this? It feels bad. Right. Like, but it, society in general or their culture looks down on it in some kind of way. Yeah. So like the influence comes from there. Anyways, um, have I had anything done to me that I felt was evil, but it didn't feel good? I don't feel like those things are evil. Like I had, I, I've had my consent violated, quote unquote. Like, okay. Okay. Um, it wasn't like. Super early on, I had somebody in a chat room just, like, kind of go for it with me, and that felt kind of crappy. Okay. Um, but, like, that doesn't feel evil. And, so and that's not evil. I've that's had other scenes go bad and wrong stuff. Wrong and stuff. Yeah. I Like, I don't believe in evil. Evil is just positive. I don't... Right? I don't really believe in... Well, no. <laughs> I mean, I want to say I don't really believe in evil in an objective, moral sense in that there is some kind of force in the world that is known as evil versus a force in the world that is known as good and i mostly feel that way Mm -hmm. um and the times where i don't i'm not allowed to talk about Mm -hmm. it on this podcast because it's one of the forbidden topics on this podcast (laughs) take from that what you will yes (laughs) well only i know that but sure i feel like our listeners can figure it out maybe um so I don't, but, but that being said, like, I don't really, there's yeah. no, I don't have some kind of spiritual sense of it. I don't have a moral sense of good and evil. I think. See, I so, think that's where we kind of differ. I think you do. Because I have this rather large yeah. moral sense of good and evil. Um, whether or not I even necessarily believe in what I believed then is not even relevant. I think it's just always still there. Also weird thing that occurred to me when you asked me about embarrassment like what makes that bad it goes to an adrian place now i don't usually say that name on the podcast wow you've never said that name on this podcast there you go but so that's i'm just gonna straight up say that that's my birth name yeah and so um I know, believe it or not, my parents did not name me C period, C period. It's weird. I don't think people even know what that stands for on this podcast. I'll be That's perfectly honest. That's also fine. That's also fine, and we're going to keep that in the dark. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the point is, is it actually goes to that place. So to almost go back to that concept of maybe it's something pretty deep in my roots or whatever, I think it is. I think it is, because it almost goes to, like, a, oh, Adrian's embarrassed. Yeah. So, therefore, it's evil. Yeah. You were okay, pretty strong. Okay, that got complicated. Now, then now we're getting into... I didn't mean for it to. No, but it just I think it's interesting. To me. I well, I don't think it's a simple thing. That's relevant, because I think... Okay, now we're really getting weird. But I think Cece is kind of like... 
she's the slave. She's the she's the kink. She's the yeah. all that. So yeah. you just find everything hot and fun, which apparently is evil now because hot is evil. You did that. You did that. Really? You're gonna put that on me? I have a recording here that says that's you saying. What if we just replace hot with evil? But you said that before that. Mm mm. You said something like that. I mean, I have to listen that. back to this, and I will tell you what I want to tell you after <laughs> I listen to it. Because <laughs> you're not going to listen to it. Okay. So I just listened to it, Cece. Did you just put your hand up like a phone? <laughs> yes, yes. Because it's just that relevant if you're just going to tell me whatever you want to tell me anyway. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I started this. You started this. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I was going to be so good. So good. So good. What is that? Fucking. So good. That's, uh, that? that's Medieval Land Fun Time World. <laughs> that's the one that our friend has never seen, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, we should really show Z- that to her. ZR, Little ZR. Right? Yeah. We should really show that to her. She's never we seen it before. We had her on the podcast before. Yes, we did. So. We should. We should totally show her that. Anyway. Yeah, this is off the rails. No, at this we're point. fine. We need to. No, we need to do the the transition because I'm. I've lost. I've completely lost the thread of this conversation. I've lost my capability to speak. Evil. You're I, evil. W- yeah. I'm not. Yep. You find more things evil than I do. Yep. I'm summing it up. And what is evil? Well, it's subjective. Sorry, that's a bullshit answer, but... No, but what I would suggest is if you're into evil things, explore that. Explore what it is that you find evil yes. and why. Yes. And then find out it's from your, like, roots from I when you're a child. Well, right. And <laughs> that's, just deal with that. That's the thing. I think there's so much... Like in, some of us are doing right now. We all we all really want to simplify things and make things easy, like, especially with really difficult topics and, and like, oh, why am I into this? Or, oh, is it is it okay or not okay to do this? Like... Let's skip that question. I mean, like... <laughs> where things come from we're so complicated like humans are so complicated our brains are so complicated we are the product of so many years of experiences that we don't even think about and it's like if you want to analyze it i think that's really cool i love analyzing this stuff analyzing things and it's super fun um when it comes to like doing things that are evil in my opinion it's trust your gut if you are having a hard time finding things that are evil, think about why you're having a hard time finding things that are evil. What feels yeah. evil to you? Does it feel like it's off limits? Why does it feel like it's off limits? Is there a way sure. you can do it? And and I am not a big fan of role-playing scenarios that just feel bad. Um, sure, sure. Uh, I would rather do things that are more realistic. But a lot of people really like creating a role play space or a, a persona space to do things that are yeah. not quote unquote ethical in uh, a different context. Yeah. Think about how you can reframe things. Think about what situations you do or don't want to put your partners in, those kinds yeah. of stuff. I mean, that's about all the smart you're going to get out of me for this hour. I am done being smart, except now I have to trance you, so I'll be smart for that, I guess. 
Good thing I don't have to be. Yeah. We're really lucky about that. <laughs> It'd be very hard. Good <laughs> Lord. All right. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to do some trance. And then we'll see what goes after that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We started doing the analyzing Maybe. thing. No, we totally should. I think we totally should. Okay. All right. BRB. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Cece and I are talking. Why would you say yes? I don't know. Cece and I are talking about me transferring Japanese, which I think no, I no, could... we weren't. I mean, yes, we were. I mean, we definitely one hundred percent were talking about that. So <laughs> that wasn't clear, and I can't remember if we mentioned it in the podcast. But Cece just started the Duolingo Japanese course, and I know some Japanese, and I, and like yeah. my friend group has been like, we should get back into Duolingo, and I'm like, okay. So, then we all like started. So now we're all doing. We're all doing different languages. And I like fine. I've been watching some non-subtitled anime, which is really fun. And I didn't know that I could get away with, but I totally can. So that's cool. Anyways, Japanese is cool, and I think I could translate. <laughs> and I think I could translate <laughs> Japanese. I think I have enough knowledge to do it. But you were saying it obviously would work because. Well, I mean, it obviously. Would... Oh wait, what did I say? It would obviously work. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I wouldn't understand you. No. But that's not that important. I mean, if we're talking about evil, I mean, also it's important that the audience understands. No? I mean, for our podcast. See? Ne? 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 What's ne? Ne is kind of like, right? Oh, okay. It's like, I'll a, say ta- that a, it's lot. like a tag question. Yeah, I'll totally, I'll say I, that a I lot. swear nah. to God, I'm going to. No, ne. <laughs> I said nah. No, nah. no. Nah. <laughs> Nah is probably something totally different. Nah Nay? is kind of... I'm not going to explain that. I'm not going to fucking go into Japanese. Sorry. My rudimentary Everybody. Japanese for this. Uh, I swear to God I'm going to learn how Nay. to do good hypnosis in Japanese. Nay. I've heard some, like... <laughs> I've heard some tapes that, like, Japanese hypnotists or something and stuff. Like... <laughs> I'm just... But it's like... But it's okay. all the same. It it sounds to me the same way that like stage hypnotists sound in English, where it's like, oh, oh interesting. Pay attention and relax. Yeah. Which in Japanese it's relaxu, which is not great for a native English speaker <laughs> to hear oh. the fucking. It's not going to necessarily do the same thing either. No, right? but I, I think I think you could do really poetic, beautiful hypnosis in Japanese. Oh, I'm sure it is. But just in general, I. Yeah. Have not heard it, and I want to learn how to do it, but I have. Have to you learn watched uh, Keijo? Kate. <laughs> yeah. Hypno titties. No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she like says stuff. Um. Yeah. No, I'm, maybe not. I, uh, I don't remember. She swings her boobs around. When I asked, when I asked Sleeping Girl if she's seen it, we've seen it together. Yeah. So I don't know why you're asking me. Well, because I was just <laughs> pointing it out. <laughs> Actually, we've seen a few things where there's hypnosis in them. Oh, yes. No, but that's not. Nobody's like. No, I know. Doing that's not a... hypnosis. That's the only thing I can think of control. where they're like doing the actual like pendulum thing was that one show that I we turned it off. I don't remember what it was. Well, now. well, that wasn't helpful. Was no, it? not at all. I have no idea. Yeah, what that wasn't about. even a title. That wasn't. There's a... nothing about that. You knew it was coming, though. It was so weird. Like, we were I watching always, the show. I can smell it. Yeah, you can smell it. It's I like always me know. And, 
and uh, what I always say about dominance, right? dominant energy or whatever. No. Like, there's a dominant in the room. I don't know where he is, but or they, right. they, they. And to be fair, I definitely mean they. <laughs> right. This is gay as fuck. Um. Yeah. Um. No, I literally, dominant? and I, I know. <laughs> Probably other hypnofetishists can understand, but like you know, when a show is about to go in that direction, where they're about to introduce my control was, hypnosis, I, I you fucking know. Where there was like no five sign. minutes before, and then I all know. of a sudden, pendulum came out, and then sleepy girls like, oh god, oh no, 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 they're like, let's just get past it. Not that it was even good. I'm better now. I used to like hide under things when there was hypnosis in what? shows. I don't hide under things as much. You also, like, did not just ha- hide under things. You literally would leave. Tell us to shut it off. I Look, like, I have some fucking issues with sexuality <laughs> that I've clearly been working it's very through. Different. We're very different in that way. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, we're going to do, like, trance or something. <laughs> Hot. Which is evil. <laughs> I've got this. You did that. You did that. Wait, is that I a problem? I won't take responsibility for it. Okay, but So whatever a... problems it causes you in your future. How could it cause me problems in my future? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to cause you problems. Why Why do you make that that lilt thing where you're because like... I'm tagging, because I'm tagging my cause... hypnotic language. Because I'm fucking making presuppositions. Which is evil. Kind you of. You wanted to cause problems? No. Yeah, problems what? is very yeah yeah. Problems? See you see that see that problem in your face. My Fucking problem, my face is problemed. It's problematic. Yeah, your face is problematic. Hmm. That sounds weird. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, you look at me and then you go into trance. That's not my problem. It's kind of your problem. It's kind of my problem on some level, but it's not really a problem. Like, it's just sort of, like, a thing that is and exists. Like, I mean, if you look at me for too long and in the right kind of way, you just start (laughs) kind of feeling the thing. And then I start putting in language that I'm very clearly tagging with my voice because your brain isn't smart enough to get all this stuff unless I make very clear tone shifts. And isn't that horrible? That's a problem, right? Like, you don't catch the things that I'm trying to tell you unless I, like, very, very clearly mark them. And then and then you're like, oh, my God, she's paying attention to me. Oh, my God, she's doing something nice. Oh, my God, she's doing something hot. And then you change that in your head, which I didn't have anything to do with. I was just talking like a normal person on our normal podcast. And then you were like... Oh, evil equals hot. Hot equals evil. Oh my god, I just came to this amazing conclusion. And then you end up here where you're making, like, fucking puppy dog eyes at me. And kind of, like, half trancy. And you want to be more trancy. And then you start just sort of feeling it. And you get so excited with me talking down to you. It's so good, right? (laughs) I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. I want to tell you that's pretty embarrassing. I don't know if you can figure it out on your own, if that's really embarrassing, but it's really bad for you to feel like, oh my God, she's talking down to me. That's so sexy. She's paying attention to me. She's giving me what I want. It's so good. I want to go into trance. 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 And then go deep. Nice and simple. 
Hmm. Although I don't really know how simple that was. It was a little complicated. And that's kind mm-hmm. of an aspect of evil, right? Is behaving with someone in a way that you wouldn't normally behave under quote-unquote normal circumstances. I wouldn't normally talk to most people like that. There's very, very, very few people that I might talk to like that. Namely you. You're a person that I would talk to like that. Because you get off on it. And I get off on it too. And then it turns into this thing where it's like, well, how much hypnosis really was that? I mean, I was definitely doing stuff with language. I was definitely doing stuff with my tone. Like I was saying, I was marking stuff for you to hear. And then I was pointing it out to you. And so that's kind of hypnotic. But a lot of it is just kind of like pushing buttons. Right? I'm just straight up pushing buttons in your head to make things happen. And then kind of being like, hey, that's trance. Right? That's trance what you're feeling. And you're going through shifts and stuff. And now we're sort of calling back to the experience that you were just having about mm. looking at me and listening to mm. me. And so I'm forcing you to go on a meta level and process like, oh, what was I feeling and experiencing while she was talking down to me? And I loved it so much. Oh, my God. My brain loves it so much when she does that. It feels so good. It feels so right. And it makes me so fucked up. It feels like so good in my head. And my head feels all melty and fun and good and yummy. And then I kind of like feel like it's too hard to stay in the right same frame of mind so my brain sort of escapes in a certain way and then like I keep shifting states and that's confusing and I'm like all turned on and it's embarrassing we were just talking about that and then you go really 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 deep again very nice and easy and then your body posture shifts and then my tone shifts and then you feel like my voice is going into a different part of your head where it's touching and poking parts of you that just send signals all through your body of deep 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 trance deep 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 trance and you go away and you just slowly feel yourself fading out slowly feel yourself just completely letting go in a very kind of incremental way where it's like part after part after part is just turning off shutting down like shutting off lights in a big room with lots of different light switches just one after the other after the other going dark and dim (sighs) just going down the line more and more letting go more and more deeper and deeper And that's a fun kind of little thing that I can do to you. So it's this nice, simple sense of evil. And it's like, what's evil about that? And we can contemplate that for some amount of time, what was really evil and in what context, in what frame. And I feel like at this point, I don't really have to explain it to you. I think you did a lot of the work in your head about that over the course of the conversation, in which case there's a little bit of a seed of doubt that I can plant in your head about who really did any of the work there because I was involved in the conversation. And therefore, if I'm in the conversation, then you can't really take credit for any of the stuff as much as I'm telling you, you did that. It was the parts of you that were talking to me that did that. So influenced on some level. Very easy concept. 
easy enough for you to figure out. And you just really like that so much. So good. So deep. In a place where even like parts of you are relaxing in a way that you don't necessarily feel awareness of. Like your fingers sort of letting go. Very simple. Just easy body tricks that tell your brain, oh, I'm in trance now. Totally slumped over. Completely deep. And that kind of depth is a really vulnerable thing. And that idea of vulnerability where you're open in different ways and you have different parts of you exposed, even though nothing on the outside is really that much different. I mean, you're sort of leaned over and your body is relaxed in different ways, but there's nothing outwardly facing that's easier for me to access, except for the fact that you and I both know when you're in this kind of a state, then I have this sort of increased capability of doing things because your mind is more aware and at the same time less aware and more accepting and there's parts of you that you're not even necessarily aware of that I have control over that I have access to and that maybe I don't even know and so that adds this element of danger that I feel is present in everything we do there's the sense that you don't have power you don't have control you don't have certain capabilities conscious capabilities that you do when you're awake and you're very clearly not awake very clearly in deep 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 trance deeper so for me whenever I put you into trance it feels like there's this potential for something there's this potential for risk there's a potential for power there's a potential of me doing something that I'm not supposed to do and supposed to, according to who, I mean, me, I kind of have the final say. And so I kind of do things that I feel like I want to do, but sometimes I feel like I'm not supposed to do them. And that gives me a thrill. And when I communicate that thrill to you, or when you're able to discern that thrill from the way that I'm speaking, or the way that you can like feel the energy coming off of me, that's really big, because that's evil. That's hot. That's so good, right? Mm. We're not going to count you up. Mm. Not going to come all the way up. We're going to talk about it. One, two, three. Mm, so fast. I know. I'm not nice. There's, there's, I think there's a difference between being evil and being mean also, which is like complicated. I don't necessarily know if I want to go into that right now, but... I like both. Yeah, I like both too. I don't, I don't even know if it's like a meaningful <laughs> difference or whatever. So that was, uh, I'm going to get canceled. No, I get canceled. Uh, I love that shit. That stuff is so good. Okay. What are we, what are we talking about? That was hot. Yes, oh. it was hot. Very smiley. It was really hot. It was really hot. It was really hot for me. <laughs> Uh, I, that's, so, I, I joke, I joke, I, th- I joke, I joke about the, the canceling thing, but that is like one of those things where for me, 
one of the risks that I feel mm. is present when I'm personally as a top doing evil to you is like, oh no, what if I'm doing something wrong that other people are going to think I went too far? I hear you. I've had people question stuff to me before about our relationship and the I've stuff that I do. my relationship questioned all the time. And that's like a really important part. Like to some degree, somebody has to find it evil. Somebody has to question it for it to be, be taboo, be taboo, be an evil thing. And so I would rather not, I'd like, I would rather not have people be like, are you, are you abusing your partner? And I'm like, no, clearly not. No one has ever said that to me. Like, are you abusing your partner? But you know, mm. but, uh, but it's still like, you know, that's an aspect of what we do on some level where we, I personally like touching boundaries. I personally like doing things that are difficult mm -hmm. and hot to me, sexy, very yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See. That is Spanish. Hi. That is Japanese. So do I need Hongo this? No idea. <laughs> Des. <laughs> that was hot. Do you have that anything? It was evil. It was evil. It was really evil. Why was it so evil? Because I was really embarrassed because uh -huh. you were you were doing the condescending, really hot condescending thing uh -huh. on the phone. Yep. Microphone. Yep. <laughs> I got it. Very good. And that was really hot. It was really hot. I don't usually do that kind of thing on microphones. Microphones. <laughs> yes. You should more often. I mean, we'll see. We'll see I if think people think of it. I think in the same way that you were talking about evil being a bit of a risk for the audience. Yeah. I think for me, there's also an extra level when there's an audience, right? Right. Because well, that's yeah, that's embarrassment, right. humiliation. You, and you, you don't, don't have, have to have an audience for the record. No. No. That's a no. No, stop. <laughs> Cece can't say the Japanese no. R. It's okay. You'll get there. No. No. All it's right, close. It's I'm close. Right. You're close. It's an R-O. I think so. You have this exhibitionist thing. Yes. yes. And you have a really kind of distinct exhibitionist thing that has to do with humiliation a lot. I do. Um, And that kind of showing off. So it's... Like ha the fact that we are in a position right now where we're doing a podcast, there yes. is this perceived audience within our microphone and my computer yes. that like, this is like, these are the ingredients that I have to work with. And so while I'm doing that kind of thing, yeah. I'm paying attention to that very much so. Right. Um, it's not that we do these trances in a vacuum and we think about like, oh, we're just doing a trance. No, no, no. There's, there's an audience. We know there's an audience. So like utilizing the fact that we have that and that's kind of an almost an unspoken thing like i don't think i even mentioned that but we were both thinking about it during that trance that there was people listening yes you know so i think so i mean there was parts where you were not thinking very much to be honest <laughs> i mean that what the, the mm, good 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 job <laughs> the hmm you talk. Your type of trance that we did. Yeah. <laughs> that even didn't make sense. Um, that would have been hot regardless. 
Right, of course. Of an audience. Oh, of course. Yes. Because that's a thing for me anyway. Right. 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 Condescending slash edu- Nope, not education. <laughs> intelligence. Right. Right. Talking down. Yes, but also just like with intelligence. Right. Right. Uh, of course. Play and stuff. Is and hot. and is is for evil. me too. Is, Straight up evil and is hot. for me too. Because no, it's not very nice. It's very inappropriate. Yep. I shouldn't want that kind of thing. Right. So that makes it hot and evil. Right. There you See, go. You have a shame we, thing. We went. You have a yeah, shame we, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a shame I didn't thing. Didn't question. I have a shame thing. Everybody's got a shame it's thing. It's different than yours. I um, mean, yeah. And mine's, I think, more uh, uh, not as broad. I think you have yeah. more of a broad that makes shame sense. thing than I do. I was uh, doing. I think I was doing other stuff during that trance, but I forgot about it all now. So what do you mean? I don't remember. There was stuff that I was like, I should talk about this afterwards. Oh but no! Then I go didn't. for it. I don't remember it. It's gone now. That's how I fucking do trance. Is I don't remember it afterwards, and then I don't remember when I'm a subject either. There's a lot of deeping. There was some. There was a good amount of deep stuff. I was thinking about the word depth too. I've been thinking about depth a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the best thing ever. We did a podcast on that, I think. Yeah, we did a while back. Yeah. I don't. I don't even necessarily have anything to add to that. I just have been thinking about it a lot more. I don't know why. Me. Yeah. I don't think you've ever done that I on the podcast. Not. <laughs> huh? I'm pretty drunk. And also, we have to go. Okay. So, good night, everybody. Night. After Hours will drop next oh. week on Patreon. Please join us there. Um, you should check out the writings that are there. They're really cool. They Some of them are going to be edited into next book, and you get an early look on that, like, pretty early. Um, lots of really interesting stuff about hypnosis, NLP topics, all sorts of fun language crap. Um, I think doing an essay on evil would be super fun if you want to vote for that at some point on Patreon. I'm clapping, but I'm saving your ears. That's very good. Yeah. Um, uh, Check out, uh, follow me on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. And I say stupid shit and also smart shit and also post hot things. So, all right. Evil. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night.